Konnichiwa, unicorns. Dragons. And Bali. Oh, oh my. my. So welcome back, Menagerie. We are here for another episode. Really? Konnichiwa? That was your choice? That today? was my choice for today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this week we have some swingers. Oh. Yeah. And we're not talking about playground stories. No, guys. no, we're not. We always like to listen to listener feedback, obviously. And we got some new microphones. We're hoping that you guys can hear us. That's yeah. nice and Especially clear. Especially the girls. Especially. And I'm working on facing the microphone. See, you can yeah, actually, like you can hear bubbles. You can hear. Look in the other direction while she's speaking. She does. She's very expressive. <laughs> she, she uses her hands and she kind of sometimes moves her face. Unfortunately, that doesn't always translate yeah. in a podcast. Trying really hard not to smack the mic. So <laughs> one of the things with that as well is that this interview, we actually did this a couple weeks back and we didn't really have our uh, mics as tuned in. So please bear with us. You know, I try to do a little magic, a little editing magic. But, um, you know, this week, this interview, it's just a little bit, it's a little bit older, but it, I think it still sounds good. Yeah, with swingers. Speaking of swingers, so that is something we talked about in terms of um, terms. So, terms and terms. In terms and terms. In our life, what we thought was that swingers were, were really people that had like casual sex. They weren't looking for. Well, what I originally thought swingers was was only when um, couples get together and then swap. So, like a, a male, female, male, female, and then uh, couples get together and then like. The male from one couple gets together with the female from the other couple and right. vice versa. That's right. right. I, I thought that was the only yes. definition. Yes. And there's so many definitions. Come to find out. Yeah, there's so it's, many terms. It's a lot more broad than that. There's also a lot of terms in terms of like swinging, in terms of like soft swap and yeah. hard swap and same sex and room. And it could be more and, like group sex with, with another uh, other couples. Right. And, it's and, much more of an umbrella term yes, than people tend to realize. Is. Which yeah. I think is a very, very common experience in the umbrella of alternative sexual experiences no i agree and yeah. here's the thing too is that you know what we kind of see it as is like casual sex you're not looking for like a relationship outside of like a sexual relationship and i mean we've met some swingers and actually talking to the um the people that we actually interviewed off mic they kind of said they kind of had a little bit of a community where they did have i think we talk a little bit about community well we do you'll, you'll hear, you'll hear it in you'll the hear interview it. but again coming a, soon a lot of times like now a lot of times that <laughs> in our umbrella of let's say sexual uh, words and definitions i feel like i see swingers as like a casual sex um relationship mm. it's not a poly relationship you're not looking for something outside of just casual sex so that's what i think of when it's swingers again it, people think of you know they everyone has their own definition yes. for whatever they identify as or are interested in and, and that's okay and the funny thing is when we kind of first started getting the lifestyle people called us swingers and i was like we're not swingers we're not hooking up with couples and they said no but you're having casual sex with girls you don't have a relationship you're swingers and i was like are we swingers <laughs> Does that qualify? Is, are, is that what we are? Do we get a card now? <laughs> <laughs> and what you know, I have a funny story. I don't know if you remember this. When we had one of our first places, we had a party, and a friend of ours brought over a bunch of people, and there was a couple that was super friendly with us. Yes. 
And they were both very hot. Very hot. Oh, my God. Particularly me. I remember long conversations. Yes. About their dinner parties. Yes, dinner parties. And they're like. And I was totally naive to all of this. And I was like, I love dinner parties. And they were like, you should come to our house for a dinner party. I was like, yes. Oh, my gosh. I love eating. I love parties. This is going to be great. Right. We're invited to a dinner party. (laughs) I can't wait. And And they left, you know, and my buddy stayed over the night. And he basically was like, they want to fuck you. He's like, yeah, do you know what dinner parties stand yeah. for? And I was like, obviously, it's when you go over someone's house yeah. and everyone eats <laughs> yeah. food. They it's were so a pumped. party for dinner. And he was like, no, that's not what that means at all. Yeah, they were so pumped. And we, uh, the next day, I remember my buddy being like, oh, they're like very excited for you to go into their dinner, dinner party. So apparently we were swingers without knowing it. Um, <laughs> I don't think we would qualify as Joke's swingers. Jokes on them. Going yes. You're yes. into that. Yes. <laughs> But segue, um, let's uh, meet our swingers. So our next guest that we have on, I'm actually very excited about. Um, I actually met the, uh, the, the, the girl in this relationship through social media. We're in a couple different um, groups together. And I've definitely lived vicariously through her. I'm so excited to hear um, about their relationship and their, uh, you know, their lifestyle um, journey. So I'm gonna welcome what we're gonna who we're gonna call Mr. and Mrs. Sexy Swinger. We'll we'll introduce them as Mr. and Mrs. We address um, you know each one of them, but we are so excited to have them on our podcast. Welcome, welcome to the podcast, you guys. Excited. So we really want to start off with really the history of your relationship. So how did you guys meet? How long have you been together? Along those lines. Um, let's see. It started with Bumble. Um, we were, you know, we kind of came across each other there. Um, I was getting ready for a work trip where I was going to be away for a while. So, um, she made a decision to go way outside of her comfort zone and drive an hour to meet me, uh, cause I was at my parents, um, house for the weekend. And so she came, we met, um, you can say a little bit about the Our the date. date was five and a half hours long, just sitting outside of the restaurant after we got kicked out after an hour and a half or so. Yeah. They were closing and it was raining, so we literally just sat outside and talked. Nice. nice. And then two days later, I told him I had to see him again before he goes away for a week trip. And I was only coming for a dick appointment. (laughs) (laughs) I literally said it. And like, I have a saved in my text messages and my pictures where it says, I'm only coming for a dick appointment. Nice. (laughs) That's awesome. She asked me that because I have a a child and she was with me for the weekend. And she's like, um, she had asked me like, well, what are you doing? I was like, I'm cleaning up the house and stuff like that. She's like, what are you doing that for? I'm like, because you're coming over. And she's like, no, I'm just coming for a dick appointment. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you don't have to clean up. We're, I'm not going to be looking much else than uh, your body. <laughs> so how long have you guys been together for? A year and a half. Okay. Okay. Nice. Yeah. yeah almost so, just passed a year and a half the other day. Okay. So really, how did you guys get into the lifestyle? I mean, was this, was it a, a conversation who brought it up? Who brought the idea? I mean, just, just, just dive into there and listen to how that how it happened. So it kind of started like literally on the first date. Um, we both were like, we're, we were both married, uh, both had issues with our marriages. We both cheated in different relationships before. 
So we kind of said like, we're not settling anymore. Like if it's not like crazy wild, like everything we want, then we're going to move on because it's easy to make like the household part of the relationship, but to keep the like spice in it, it isn't. And that's where a lot of things die off. Um, so we had mentioned it and talked about it a little bit. Um, she actually had friends that were in the lifestyle. So she knew a little bit about it. I was a third for a couple, um, a good friend of mine and his girlfriend. Mm, um, so I had a little bit of experience. Um, so we had exchanged, like I had exchanged my stories. She told me about her coworkers or not coworkers, but friends. And, uh, then one day I came home from work and she's like, I set up a whole bunch of profiles and we just kind of started going from there. I think it's so interesting and important that you brought up the idea of not settling for your sexual life or for someone else. I think that's such a huge part of Polly. And I know that I personally say, oh, with Polly, you know, I get to have my cake and eat it and eat a pie too and that's okay it's there are no rules or laws against what pastries we can eat and when (laughs) i think it's awesome that you guys knew what you wanted and it took you a little journey to figure it out you know you both said you were divorced so you know everybody has those struggles that they go over but i think it it seemed to work for you guys it found out you both found out what you needed and wanted in life and you found it in each other. And that's awesome. Uh, another question I had was, do your like friends and family know anything about it? Like, are you in the, and you know, you, I mean, obviously you have friends in the lifestyle, but does anybody else know that you're in the lifestyle? Yeah, they do. Yeah. We have a couple of like vanilla friends that know some of his people he works with. know. Do they want to live vicariously through you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyone I have them have questions. Yeah. At the beginning, when I told a couple of my friends, they're like, oh my God, how? Like, uh, how can you do that? And now, every time we have a party or anything, they'll text, like, so how did it go? What happened? What did you do? Who did who? What? Give me all oh the details. Oh my God, I live for it. That really leads me to my next question, too. You talk about parties. Okay. So, I know that's something that I've seen yeah, in terms of, you know, you posting stuff online and sharing these stories. Please walk us through the party. Please explain how you set it up, how you find people. Just give it all the juicy details. So, Let people live vicariously through you right now. All right. So we would have to rewind kind of a, a bunch in like where we were in the lifestyle. Um, we had started extremely slow and that was one of our discussions right in the beginning. So she sets all the rules. She sets the pace. She sets, you know, what the comfort level is. I can read her by looking at her. So whenever we're with another couple, it's very easy for me to look at her and tell if she is like not interested, if she's comfortable or if she just needs a break and wants to kind of come over by me. Very, Um, very important. I mean, I mean, the nonverbal communication is huge, right? Yeah, and we mm-hmm. and we had like the very first couple that we had ever. Uh, they kind of really introduced us to a lot of uh, a lot more of the lifestyle. We had gone on a meet and greet date with them, and then they were like, "Hey, we're going to Saints and Sinners tomorrow. If you want to come, come with us." So we went, and that was 
one heck of an experience. Boy, that was March 7, which we met them on March 6 for drinks. And so that would be a, a year for us, yeah. like right now. Okay, wow. Happy, happy anniversary. Yeah, happy anniversary. <laughs> so for people don't know, what is Saints and Sinners? Uh, so Saints and Sinners is a lifestyle club. Um, there's one in Philly, one in AC, and there's other ones that like at PGC in Philadelphia. And then I know there's other clubs all around that are the same concept. Uh, but it's just an open club. Uh, BYOB, there's a DJ. Um, you can or can't have your clothes on. It's up, totally up to you. You can or cannot have sex on a dance floor. It's totally fine. Yeah. Oh and then there's rooms. Sounds like, like a dream come true. Yeah. I mean, not going to lie. <laughs> that This has been something on my list and TT's list for yeah. Yeah. a while and we, we, the more you they, describe they've it they've been trying to get me to go to a to a, a club and we're it's once everything opens up it's like number one thing on our list yeah to do. captain yeah. recently was, said uh he would be willing to finally yes. explore it so please tell us more yes it was amazing like and even if we were in a lifestyle i would go back there just for the dj just to dance because the music was oh, just it was like he played to everybody that were there. Everybody were dancing. That so we're playing on the side, you know. But yeah, yeah. So Saints and Sinners, if you guys are listening, we'll we'll definitely sponsor you. <laughs> <laughs> you got a free plug right now. So our one friend is actually friends with the owner there too. So we can we can help you with that. Oh, that's but, great. That's great. Um, I would love to see if they'd be interested in doing an interview themselves. Yeah, yeah, I can't yes. even imagine. The stories that they would Absolutely. have, right. have so many and stories. The okay. and we're, we're so yeah, so so you guys <laughs> went to that club. So then walk us along. Like, what was the the progression then in terms like of like, what happened next? Yeah, so COVID hit and it became like impossible Ooh. for anything. So we really became pen pals with a lot of people. Which there was probably some good relationships that could have progressed, but we could never meet. So it really just died off because you can only text and email and chat right. so much back and forth. Right. Um, so finally, I would say, how was it like early end of summer? Oh. A few months into it where like COVID was still there, but it was dying off and or not dying off, but people were kind of getting fed up with it. We just said, you know, screw it. It like we'll invite, you know, the next couple that we're interested in to come on by the house. Uh, we can yeah. sit outside on the deck. Um, yeah. That was doing well sit on the deck uh we have a jacuzzi so you know if we wanted we could hop in that and i wasn't overly concerned about you know having somebody here no i mean because i think i think the cdc puts on there that the jacuzzi kills all of covid right <laughs> and so yeah. does alcohol yeah exactly you're good you're good go on so yeah so we had a couple over um it was you know a new experience like setting and all for us because we're at the house um it was pretty tame. Like we had drinks, we talked, we hopped in the jacuzzi, we played a little bit, um, but just kind of on the soft side. And then mm -hmm. we got out of the jacuzzi, dried off and talked a little bit more. They went home and our biggest thing is right after everything, we always just talk and like, what was, you know, what'd you like? What didn't you like? Or, you know, are we inviting them back? Or are they not, you know, did they not make the cut? Like kind Amazing. of along those lines. Um, yeah, you yeah. guys are you guys are textbook. It's yeah. it's so doing important. it right. Yeah, go on. Um, so we had to 
like I said, we had met one couple and, you know, it was a nice little play experience. We had met another couple where we just hung out. Um, and then we started meeting a couple couples that were like, they were very close. They were very similar to us. Uh, we got along excellent with them. Um, so we kind of started playing some more. First thing we went to TTR. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went to Temptation in August in Mexico. Oh, wow. And it's a topless resort. So Ooh. we met some amazing people there. We literally, when we went there, we were like, yes, let's bring eight billion of condoms. <laughs> like, <laughs> this whole big thing. We wow. did not play with anybody while there. I mean. Uh, little, but nothing. It was like a super with, soft, soft. I, I played with some boobs. Okay. She, I she put mean, her boobs in a, some faces. A topless resort. I would hope that you would play with some boobs. Yeah. Yes. Kind of we also did the boobs cruise that they do, which is amazing. And every time we go, we probably will do the boobs cruise. Yeah, that's um, fantastic. So the girls yeah. get on the boat and they have to turn over their tops. They can't even have oh. them. Um, Price to pay. They it's string the them up to, to the mast, and then depending on the crowd, is how wild it gets. Um, right, right, was, right, right. There was some sex on the boat. There was some uh, dick sucking. Yeah, whipped cream contest. Your drink never empties. And I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. I, I think the funniest thing—not funny, but like the proudest man on the boat—he was like 80 years old, had a third leg, and he just stood there with his like Captain Morgan and just smiled at everybody that walked by. Oh it's like. So you oh had from God. 21 to like 81 on the boat. And oh it was, my God. It was, it was he, he knew what he had. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It was probably like the biggest dick I've ever seen. Oh my God. <laughs> he was like in his 80s? The guy was like, yeah. Eight, wow. 75, Good for him. 80, somewhere around yeah. there, yeah. Um, yeah, so we had come back from that. And the one couple that we had met there, we didn't really hang out with much. We talked a little bit. Um, we had actually... I think we on one of the Facebook groups for the resort, we had talked. Um, and then we decided we were, they come down for Friendsgiving? Yeah. So we wanted to throw a Friendsgiving at our house. Just, you know, like four, five, six people maybe. <laughs> Ended up being like six couples plus one. Hmm. Um, so I mentioned it to the couple. And they said, well, we have plans this weekend, but for the next one, definitely last now. Okay. And we'll come down. Well, they live three hours away. Hmm. They're like, all right. And then, like, next day, um, the wife sent me a message again. She's like, we're really thinking of canceling our plans for that weekend, and we're thinking of coming over. We're like, that's fine. You guys could stay here for the weekend, whatever, day two, three, whatever. We don't care. Um, so, yeah, they ended up coming. And they they came down, which was exciting because before we went to TTR, I really liked her on like the photos that we had seen on Facebook. And then when we got there, we just never got to hang out with them. So I was excited they were coming over. Right. Um, but they came down and a few of the other couples that like uh, we had been talking to uh, and we had played with, um, we invited and we literally wanted like a Friendsgiving. Like, we'll just let everybody we know in the lifestyle meet each other. And, you know, if something happens, it happens. I feel um, like it was going to end a little bit differently. Oh, yeah. Well, so, <laughs> you kind of know the story, but yes. We yeah. literally had the friend. Turkeys were stuck. Yeah. Like, we had a turkey, mashed potato, all the veggies, everything. There was right. no, 
we never really sat down and ate, but you know. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it sounds like there was some eating being done. Maybe not a maybe not the turkey. Yeah. Turkeys were stuffed. Things were eaten. Different kind of eating. Yeah. So how many? I just remember, I, I, I say it again. How many couples were there? Was six couples? You say or six people? People in the house. Yes. Oh my god. So I okay. got. So set the scene, like, where does this happen? Do you have, like, an orgy room? So, so she kept telling me, this is not an orgy. This is just a party with our friends. But, yeah, yeah she rearranged my entire gym in the basement. Yeah, and yeah. Put, um, just in case it turns into an orgy. Right. Go yeah, on. We had to be prepared. Mattresses going. It was oh my God. red light, cameras. Oh, I love it. It was everything. Did you guys have to throw out those mattresses? I mean, if you want to share some of that footage, right? That's crazy. There's a lot going on. So, So, actually, you know what? I know that um, I know that Bubbles had a question with us because we were talking about like how you guys had like a a big party. There was there was something you had in mind with it. Yeah, I was wondering how you guys handled sexual safety and also consent at the parties i know based on our conversation consent was kind of something that happened between everyone as you went along which was so wonderful but i'm very curious about the rest yeah like you guys have just like a bowl of condoms or is it yes. like yes. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. nice. Love it. so our spare bathroom like half bathroom on the first floor um, I literally made a basket with like lotion, um, deodorant for men and women, like hair ties, oh. mints, and there was a shitload of condoms in there. Oh my god! And you guys need came. to like, you guys, you guys need to like sp- get sponsored by <laughs> and have them. And like in this day and age, have like, okay, we're gonna have rapid tests, you know, <laughs> to come in, <laughs> and then we'll know, yeah, lube, you know, and then we're like, maybe we should just get an STD test before you come, and then we could just, you know, screw the condoms. Hey. But be <laughs> safe, everybody out there. But is a huge thing for us. Great, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's you know, we had started off like on day one with you know, a page of rules. And that went out the fucking window. Um, uh, so it really <laughs> came down to the only rule was, you know, condoms all the time. Okay. Um, no matter what. Because we have some friends that are, you know, have vasectomies. We have some that are on, like, the females that are on, like, IUDs. But it's for us, no matter how much we trust you and know you and everything, that was just kind of like our one thing we're always going to stick by no matter what. Yeah, no, it's a good rule. It's more like, you know... I don't trust other people. I trust myself. I've trust people in my circle, but I don't trust other people. I just it and it's just I don't know if it's like a paranoia thing, but it's just it's just a safe way. It to helps it. with peace of mind. It which is important. Does. Yeah. Yep. yeah you know, just in case someone isn't showing symptoms or a condom breaks. Yeah. So when you guys kind of got into the um the whole lifestyle, was there was there anything like that was like surprising in terms of experiences? Like when we first started, like, you know, you might have had like surprising about the lifestyle that you didn't expect i think it was really just like the friendliness openness it wasn't like it wasn't like the even though we had the orgy it wasn't like an orgy all the time like it was people were very respectful go at your pace um all the the men were super respectful of her to, to to stay at her pace um she was definitely slower than i was um so yeah, you're a man. Yeah. <laughs> it's a guy thing. Um, it is. <laughs> but yeah, we I mean, 
And I think it was a, a big positive that we started super slow like that. Cause our rule mm-hmm. kind of too was like, how do we know when it's okay? So if she handed me the condom, then I knew it was okay to go further. So until she handed it to me, we couldn't. So she, it was kind of a surprise with the one couple that she handed it off to me. And I was like, my eyes got all big and was yeah, like, and I, really? <laughs> I think he asked me like three times that night. And then she asked me, she was like, are you sure? Are you hundred percent sure? I was like, yes, right. if I'm giving you a condom, that means I'm sure. Right. Go for it. <laughs> I love that. It It's like, um, more a sense of community and a group of people that are all into the same thing. Obviously the sex is great and we all love the sex, but it's, it's like a little bit more than that. You know, you you said you felt like welcomed and people were just so respectful and open. Yeah. And like when we got into it, we were a little nervous. I'm sure you guys felt the same way in terms of like, are you going to have people that are creeps? You're going to have people that are like overbearing, but it really, what I've noticed that it really isn't that way. It's people that are kind of like sharing the same you know, desires and, 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 and kinks. And then you're, you're thinking, well, am I going to get someone who's going to be really strange and weird? And then you meet him and you're like, oh no, it's just like a regular everyday person like me. It's just that it's not their everyday lifestyle that you see. Mm-hmm. Do you guys feel the same way? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say it's, we haven't met anybody like out there. There was at the resort and there was a couple creeps around, but you know, she's five foot three and, you know, a uh, hundred barely pounds. Hundred twenty. Yeah, I wasn't gonna say it. I didn't want to get in trouble. <laughs> He's trying to say you're sexy, so I'm yeah. sure there was guys. Yeah. And, and I'm six two two thirty, but they're more scared of her. <laughs> oh um, wow! So it really like we've never had like people that we've met locally between the different apps and stuff. It's always been a good experience. Um, even when we didn't click when we went out, it was still a good experience. It Absolutely. Was just, it just turned into dinner or drinks or whatnot. Yeah, I mean, like, we that's kind amazing. of, yeah, that's kind of what we said, too. Like, we we kind of put it out there whenever we were meeting someone new. We'd say, look, worst case, you get, you know, free drinks with some great people. You know, there's no expectations. Yeah. You're just, let's meet and see, you know, what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we always get asked, like, you know, what are you looking for? And I think our main comment is, is we want friends with benefits. Like we're not looking just for a hookup because that's not what we're in this for. We want to make some friends that we can actually do stuff with too, like vanilla stuff. Yeah. So I guess my question with something. Yeah. You know, you guys have like, you know, you said you kind of have, and you said you have a lot of nonverbal communication, but do you guys have like boundaries and besides the, the condom thing, you said you had a list of rules. Is there any other like boundaries you guys have? So I don't want to do, like anal he's the only person i will do it like that's not even negotiable and yeah that's really that's it it's always besides condoms yeah we want uh same room like if it's couple and couple it's got to be same room if it's like group party thing like we kind of broke that rule but again every so for us everybody was somebody that we had gone out with with the exception of the the one unicorn that was brought by another couple Mm-hmm. Um, so I trusted everybody that was there. If we were, if we had gone to like, you know, we're at a resort and something that kicked off or like any of the other bigger parties that are out there, we'd probably, I know we'd hundred yeah. percent stay within eyeshot of each other. So I have a bunch of questions still. One of 
the first things that came to my mind when I heard you through parties was, do you ever have themes? We haven't yet. No. I love the yet. (laughs) So we had the party in November. Then we went to our friend's house um, three hours away in early December. Yeah. And then we had one on New Year's Day. Oh, that's great. Um, back at our own. house. Again, it's Festive all events. Like, it's all our people that we've been hanging out with for a while. Yeah, I would say the like the New Year's one really turned into more of a, hey, our, the the one couple is coming to visit and everybody's like, oh, well, we have to come say hi. And then we were all hanging out, uh, having drinks. And then, I mean, why have your clothes on while you're drinking? So it just continued from there. (laughs) And everybody in our group actually gets along. Everybody just clicks. Which is so wonderful. I'm sure that that level of trust and companionship really adds a deeper level to that group. That's so wonderful to have. (laughs) So when there are parties, I was wondering what the policy or attitude towards toys were, like toys and gears. <laughs> Do people provide things? Is it a BYOT? <laughs> More than welcome to bring your own. Um, she happens to sell toys also. Oh, wow. See? So we have a, a very decent selection um, that we had out. Um, my favorite was the double ended, um, mm. because the, the first party started with three of the girls playing with that. And we just kind of sat back and watched for a little while. And it was a, nice. it was a good kickoff yeah. to the day. I would say that's a great appetizer. We speaking of our first party, can we bring up, uh, I, the hot tub condom? I don't know about you guys and all, but like hot Blowjobs, condoms in a hot tub. How does that go? Uh, it's probably not very well, right? Yeah. It, so sex in water never works out. It well. never works out ever. I've never had a good experience with sex in a hot tub or a pool ever, unless yeah, you that, have like that was our only like awkwardness throughout all of this was one couple we weren't like we had not had a lot of time with, but we invited them. Um, it turned into a, they were not comfortable with the whole lifestyle aspect of it. So that kind of made it a little awkward, but again, it was a simple, this isn't working for you. So you're more than welcome to stay. You're more than welcome to get an Uber, but don't wreck the party. And right. they, yeah. they, they kind of went with that. Yeah. All right. So, you know, kind of wrapping up, I'd love to hear advice you guys would give in terms of talking to another couple you know, if you had, let's like, say, a friend that would say, hey, I want to get into this lifestyle, what advice would you give them in terms of communication, where to look for it, apps, uh, websites, anything on there? Just just to even give our audience an idea that want to like kind of dabble in this as well. Um, I'd say first, make sure you're good with it with your partner. Um, we were right off the bat, um, but even like diving into the first experience, it was kind of nerve-wracking I guess for both of us because it was like this is a first we think we're good but are we good so we talked a lot about it before we started um and then as for finding people I think we're a fans of SLS it's not like a swiping 
um, type of find a person. It's more of a put some criteria in, look for what you want. The profiles have some decent meat to them, plus photos. So we've done that, and that's you know been fairly good for meeting people. We've used uh, Tinder solely for finding a unicorn, and it's really more humorous than anything. Really <laughs> have you guys had any luck on it? No. No. Really? So the one crazy couple that we had come to the party, our first party, they, um, yeah, they were off Tinder. They were the only ones off Tinder. We have had good luck with Bumble. Yeah. Okay. But it's been a couple, not as a single person. Yeah. Okay. We haven't had any luck with unicorns yeah. So yet. we have had like really good, like two amazing meets with couples off Bumble. Okay. And, like somebody that, you know, I could call at three o'clock in the morning, like, hey, I need you and they'll be here. Mm-hmm. And I could pretty much say that, and I'm sure you can too, mm-hmm. for all our friends and lifestyle. We call at three o'clock in the morning Ooh. and they'll and, be here. And, and for instance, before we started, we were telling you, you know, our one dog passed. Well, I had, um, I had just had surgery, so I could not help with getting him to the vet the one girl from the couple came over and, you know, spent the entire night at the vet going through the whole thing with her. So it's, we made really good friends and now we have really good friends that we have benefits with. Yeah. I mean, that's a big thing too, is to realize that like even getting into this lifestyle, it's not just sex. I mean, even people that aren't looking into like the poly, they still want the casual sex of it. Even the casual sex of it, you're still making friends with these people. It's not you're showing up and getting naked. I love this community that you guys have found. Absolutely. It sounds like a really great place to be. It's amazing. Like, I mean, our sex is amazing. There's like, you know, we have sex two, three times a day. We actually started keeping track of it as of January 1st. (laughs) So at the end of the year, we know how many blowjobs he got or how much sex he got or what. You need need an app. No, tracker. no, you know, he's going to have a baseball card at the end of it with his stats on the back. We basically can set high scores per month. As of today, um, he has had 35 blowjobs and he was out of commission for four weeks. We couldn't do anything because you know, his surgery. Amazing. So, yeah. Love it. Love it. Well, listen, we really appreciate you guys coming on, um, opening up, you know, your, your, your world, your, your lifestyle world, um, and being so honest and open about everything. Uh, we really appreciate it again. And thank you so much. It has been so great hearing your stories. I've been nothing but smiles over here. (laughs) Thanks guys. So great to get a look into a different aspect of the lifestyle and hopefully in the future we'll be able to talk to you about our experiences in a club yeah absolutely. Yes. After, after maybe COVID. we'll meet you guys at the club too you know? yeah yeah, yeah we should set it up absolutely <laughs> but thanks again guys appreciate it all right so they are such a great couple i love hearing their stories we are actually trying to hopefully meet up with them soon. Um, there's a you know the sex club they talked about, uh, Saint and Sinners. Uh, we would love to see you know yeah, where that goes and to do a sex yeah, club and jump and in be there. Awesome. Yeah, we have a, an incredible excuse now. Yes, exactly. Right, Captain? Yes. <laughs> so I have another funny story um, about pre knowing about the lifestyle swingers. I remember I had a new job, and we. Me and Captain uh, like to have parties. 
Yeah, regular parties, not like sex parties. I mean, <laughs> not not that we're opposed sure. to sex parties or anything like that, but uh, we have frequented um, non-sex parties with lots of pineapples. <laughs> and um, I had a new friend at work that had never, you know, I was like, oh, you know, I think that they would really enjoy hanging out with us. And I was like, me and my husband have parties. Do you want to come? And they're like, oh, maybe. And then a few days later, they were like, um. I was talking to my girlfriend and and we're unsure like is is this a swingers party? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, not at all. And then he was like, well, you you just you guys kind of seem like swingers. And I was like, that's funny. And this was maybe predated our current lifestyle ten oh, yeah. years. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, Absolutely. Oh, so there you go. Yeah, I guess saw through what yeah. we didn't even see. <laughs> yeah, well, there it was. It was there from right from the beginning. So again, thanks for uh, tuning in. Um, you can contact us. Again, we had all that Q&A. Um, ask us questions. Let us know about content you want to hear. Um, you can contact us at unicornsdragonsandpoly at gmail.com. That's also our uh, Instagram handle. And you can also find us at unicorns, pollens, poly, and dragons. Dragons and Polly. Sorry, I'm doing it wrong again. <laughs> unicorns, dragons, and Polly. Hopefully you know the name of our podcast <laughs> if you're listening to it. So right. it's that name. There's a Facebook group. Find us there. And savages. All that stuff. Uh, remember, people, be kind to all kinds. And we'll talk to you next week.